The PCI Security Standards Council is reviewing a number of new technologies, one of which is EMV, commonly known as chip and pen. But the PCI Council, during its community conference in Orlando, Florida this week, says EMV alone is not enough. The payments industry must continue to embrace a layered security approach, one that incorporates the PCI data security standard. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. During the conference, I caught up with Jeremy King, the European Regional Director for the PCI Security Standards Council, to ask him about EMV and the role the council expects to play in helping the payments industry incorporate EMV technology into its overall PCI plans. Here is Jeremy King. In the EMV transaction, the, the, the actual history of, of EMV was to try and authenticate the cardholder and therefore the securities around the authentication rather than the actual transaction data. And so when the transaction is underway, certain aspects of that transaction data will still be sent out in the clear to enable the transaction to be correctly routed through the system. Now when you look at those data items, you can find that it can include the cardholder's name, the primary account number and the expiry date. Now, a correctly implemented EMV solution will not allow a criminal to take the data and create a magnetic stripe clone card, but there are other alternatives that they can use this information for. There is sufficient data there that would enable them to use it in a cardholder not present transaction. Therefore, this is what we're seeing is that this type of fraud is increasing, whereas the face-to-face -face fraud, which is EMVs very good at giving protection, is, is on the decrease. One thing that I asked you about earlier, and I'd just like for you to clarify some of this for our audience, we've talked quite a bit today about PTS, mm. and I asked you about pay-at-the-pump vulnerabilities, and what the council could do, or what PCI DSS, what role it might play in physical security of pay-at-the-pump terminals, and you set me straight by saying that that would actually fall within PTS, and it's actually something that you've already looked at, and the council's already released some guidance on. Could you give us some ideas about how pay-at-the-pump terminals fall into that fold, and uh, how it will help to cut down on some of the skimming incidents that we've been seeing? Yes, certainly. So. We've realised that there's been a, an issue in relating to a, a wide range of unattended payment terminals, of which fuel pumps is one. And, and the council reacted to this by actually creating and releasing what was a, at the time the unattended payment terminal set of requirements, which looked at how to improve the security of this type of terminal. As we've moved into version 3 and created the PTS standard, that section, that, that whole document is being incorporated into the document, the PTS document. And so as we go forward, there are specific requirements designed for this type of terminal. Another important aspect of the PTS standard that's come into play here is that the cost of changing fuel pumps is quite significant. And the fuel pumps themselves are really designed to provide fuel and with payment being an initial feature. And so one of the options that we've introduced with PTS version 3 is this option called an OEM PED. And this is a, basically a payment unit which is enclosed in a secure box which is designed to be retrofitted into existing fuel pumps. And so if you are not wanting to change your whole fuel pumps, then there are now going to be solutions that will enable you to make that payment aspect of it significantly more secure and up to the standard PCI PTS. So there are options you can either have new pumps totally developed against this standard with a security as, as the bedrock of it, or there are options to retrofit OEM PEDs into existing pumps to try and improve the security and reduce the amount of fraud that's happening at the fuel pumps.
Now, you also noted that there are regional differences, so we can't look at pay at the pump across the board from a global perspective. You, you mentioned Canada, for instance, on the differences between Canada and the United States. Could you give us a little clarification there? Yes, that's correct. In Canada, the Interact Payments Authority there has introduced specific requirements for securing uh, the transaction at the pay at the pump generally based upon uh, the similar rules and requirements that we've put into place with the unattended payment terminals aimed really at giving better protection of the card holder process or the card process, the transaction process at the pay at the pump. In Europe, with the rollout and the maturity of EMV, then we've moved to sort of a smart card, a chip and payment solution at the pump, and these chip and pin solutions are PCI compliant. So again, the payment side in that region is significantly more secure. So it varies. Some regions have good levels of security. Others, they do need to try and start improving that security for the cardholder. 